So last week we talked about um, knowing Jesus and how we get to know Jesus and what it, what it means to know Jesus. So this week I was trying to figure out what happens when we either don't know Jesus or we kind of forget. Um, our songs today really, really helped us because um, sometimes we lose focus. Sometimes we, we get into a, a storm of our lives and um, there, there are incidents or, or things in our lives that hinder us from truly seeing who Jesus is. So it kind of clouds up our vision. And what I want us to think about today is, is what does that mean uh, in terms of losing our focus? So in the book of Matthew, or chapter 14, we're going to talk about Jesus on the water. You know, how many heard the story of Jesus walking on the water, right? So Matthew 14, chapter 14, verses 22, it says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat, go ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified and said, It's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. The Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to, the, come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed back into the boat, the wind died down. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Lord Jesus, we just ask you at this time that you will bless this word. Give me the words to speak. May they be words that fall upon our hearts. And let us truly remember again what it means to follow you, to know you, and to keep our eyes fixed on you. For it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. So there's a couple, a couple things I want you to, to, to pinpoint here. And first off, it is um, Jesus gave his disciples or told them to get in the boat to go across the other side. And it said when he dismissed the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and prayed. Jesus did this quite a bit, actually. He, he went somewhere by himself and prayed. He secluded himself to get in the right mind of prayer. Throughout the Bible, you can find uh, others that either went up into uh, a personal room above in their house um, they, they found the secluded, like Jesus in, in the garden, he found an area away from his disciples that he could pray. So he allowed himself to be somewhat secluded and alone to truly pray uh, to God. So after this happens, he goes to meet his disciples. And the next thing I want you to, to think is how he got out there. So Jesus walks on water. To me, that's crazy. I've seen people surf, I've seen people ski, never seen somebody walk. But the thing is, he is making a way to where his disciples are. So he's not building a bridge. He is going past that part and walking on the water to get to where his disciples are. 
they're a ways away, and, and the way it sounds is there's, it's probably miles and miles to go around to even find where they're going to be. So he makes a straight line to where they're at. So he makes a way where there shouldn't be a way. He makes a way where there, um, other individuals could not get to where his disciples are. So again, Jesus makes a way, and he makes a way for each and every one of us. He, he finds us in our, in our storms. He finds us in our darkest times. And even in the midst of that storm that we're in, he finds us. And sometimes we take our eyes off of who Jesus is. And when Peter calls out to Jesus and says, if it is you, tell me to walk to you. At first they're afraid. I mean, if you saw somebody walking on water, would you be okay with it? Probably not. It, so, so they were fearful and, and they said it's a ghost. They didn't know what was going on. But in the midst of Jesus walking Peter's faith allowed him to walk on the water. So Jesus reaches out, or, or excuse me, Peter gets out of the boat, and he starts to walk towards Jesus. And as he's walking towards Jesus, he changes his view from Jesus to his surroundings. And when he does that, he starts to sink. And there's times in our lives that in the midst of darkness and storms and evil that we take our eyes away from Jesus and we start looking at our surroundings. And when that happens, we start to sink. And the more and more we take our focus off of Jesus, the more and more we sink. It's like quicksand. And the more and the more and the more that we fight to get out, the deeper and deeper and the deeper it goes. But all that we need to do is reach out and say, Save me, Jesus. Save me, Son of God. Allow your spirit into me so that I can raise up from out of this. But the faith that Peter had to start with is great faith. Jesus didn't tell him it's going to be easy to walk on the water, but if you have faith, you can do it. So Peter starts out with a strong faith, direction leading towards Jesus. His focus is totally on Jesus and what he represents. And as soon as he takes his eyes off of Jesus, he begins to sink. Our faith sometimes starts to dwindle when we take our eyes off of Jesus. When we would rather see the surroundings in our lives that are hurting us, that when we would rather see the things beside us that are causing these storms and not the one who is in the midst of those storms with us. So when Peter starts to, um, starts to sink, he calls out. And to me, I don't think it's just like, hey, Jesus, save me. I mean, my perspective is, is Peter is overwhelmingly moving, trying to splash his way to stand up. I mean, if, if any of us have been in any, any kind of deep water, you know, to stay up, you've you got to do some movement. And when we feel like we're going down, we panic. And what we do is we try our best to kind of get out of the situation that we're in. And, and Peter's doing that. And all he says is he reaches out and he cries out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reaches down and takes his hand. And he says, you of little faith, 
why did you doubt? I think that's, that's, why did you doubt? Peter's faith brought him out and walked walked on water. You of little faith, that's all that we need is just a little bit of faith. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. So that little bit of faith that he had in Jesus is what led him to walk on the water. But when that little faith began to dwindle, when that little faith started to go away, and he took his focus off of Jesus, it's less and less and less of that faith. And when we are in that situation, the only thing that we can do is cry out to Jesus and say, save me. And that should be those words that we call out. We don't call out for the people around us to save us. We don't call out for um, the situations in in our lives that to go away, but we reach out for Jesus in the midst of that. In the eye of the storm, he remains in control. You know, in, in the middle of the things in our lives, Jesus is still in control of each and everything. He will allow us to sink a little bit. Is that okay? He will allow us to sink a little bit. Because when we start to sink and start to doubt, that is when we need to lean more on who he is. When we start to sink and we start to look at our surroundings and we start to look away from Jesus and take our eyes on what should be in front of us, he is still standing where he was. And that is when we need to look up, find him, reach out, and allow him to bring us back up. Life is not an easy race. It's not an easy obstacle. It is nothing, there's nothing easy about it. But the thing is, when we fix our eyes on who Jesus is, it makes it easier to overcome these things. God does not say that he won't put certain circumstances in our ways to lead us away from him, but he puts certain things in our lives to strengthen our faith with him. He is always with us. When Jesus was uh, ascended to heaven, he told us that he would bring us a spirit. He would bring us someone that would walk with us, talk with us, that would lead us. He did not leave us with nothing. Jesus has always been, God has always been, and the spirit is always with us now. He brought us a helper, a protector. And in the midst of the times in our lives when, when the storms are raging and when, when the, the incidents in our lives tend to overwhelm us, that is when the Spirit takes hold of us even more, when we reach out to find Jesus. Now this is, if we can kind of look at this again, um, Peter, re, excuse me, Peter calls out to Jesus. But Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him. He didn't wait for Peter to reach out to Jesus. Jesus reached down, grabbed Peter, and pulled him up. Jesus is the one that always has his hand out, reaching for us. And it is up to us to allow him to pull us 
from, from the circumstances and situations in our lives. Just a little bit of faith can do so much. It allowed Peter to, Peter to walk on the water. It, it allowed the, the faith of people um, to literally just touch the hem of Jesus' garment to be healed. You know, little faith of the family and the friends of the, um, of the gentleman that was, that was brought through the <laughs> ceiling of the church. It was because of the faith of his friends that he was able to get up, take his mat, and leave. It's a little bit of faith in our lives that will allow Jesus to do miracles. And it's a little bit of faith in our lives that will allow us to do those miracles as well. I talked about a couple weeks ago, um, or excuse me, just last week, that the same power that Jesus had is the same power that lives in us. And when we have just a little bit of faith, just, just a little bit. Has anybody ever seen a mustard seed? They're tiny. I used to have a jar of them uh, sitting on a desk just so people would ask, well, what's that for? And then you kind of tell them the sermon. <laughs> but it's just a little bit of that faith will lead you to miracles in our lives. The same power that lives within us is the same power that lives in Jesus. It allows us to have that little bit of faith that can move mountains. Jesus reaches down finds us, and pulls us out of the water. He doesn't say that the water is going to go away. He doesn't say that the storms are going to go away. What he's going to do is he's going to walk with us. He's going to stand in the fire with us. He's going to be that walks, the one that walks around the lion's den with us. He is the one that, although these circumstances and, and issues and heartaches and evil and desperation and depression and anxieties and all these things that hinder us in our lives from, from going above and beyond something, he is the one that leads us through those. But he doesn't just tell us, hey, you know, come on. He walks with us through it. He's the one that grabs our hand and, and leads us through the storms in our lives and not just tells us how to get there. He is waiting on the other side. His spirit walks with us to lead us that other side. But what we need to do is take our eyes off of, off of what the surroundings of, of our star, storms are, and we lead, need to look at the finish line where Jesus stands. And we need to look at him and continually view him as our end, but also to our beginning. In the storms of our lives, we need to always look to where Jesus is. And where Jesus is is where the love is and where the, the help is and, and where the, the circumstances dwindle to to more of, um, like I said, more of love. And when we get to Jesus, things start to fall into place. Away from Jesus, we can do nothing. But when Jesus is at our side, when Jesus is with us, we can do anything. You know, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. There's a reason that's in there. There's a reason... Philippians 4.13 is part of the Bible. And there are other areas of the Bible that nobody could do these things without Jesus. If we look back on Job, Job couldn't go through all of that without God. And because he got through all of that, God blessed him. Jesus, God, the Spirit, all of them are looking to bless us. But it's not easy. 
When Peter walks out on the water, he has great faith that Jesus will take care of him. And once he takes his eyes off of Jesus is when he begins to doubt, when his faith starts to go down. And Peter was one of the best disciples. Peter stood up for Jesus. Peter is the one, although denied who Jesus was, he was still a solid foundation of what the Christian world is. Peter usually actually means cornerstone. It is a, a building block of what the Christianity is. He helped to build that. He built um, what the disciples were. He built the, or helped build, excuse me, what the mission of Jesus was into making disciples. So even if we have just a little bit of faith, we can do so much. When we focus on Jesus and not on our surroundings, when we focus on the love of Christ and His grace and His mercy, the fruits of the Spirit, the joy, our love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, you know, self-control, these things will allow us to grow in faith, will allow us to grow with others. It will allow our fellowship to grow. It will allow us to focus more on Jesus as a person and as a community. When we put Jesus at the forefront of our lives, everything falls into place and Jesus will lead us. Like I said, it's not going to be easy. You know, Jesus was the best, awesome, perfect person ever. And he had a lot of stuff put to him, put on him. People doubt him, he performed miracles. They didn't like what he was doing, so they killed him. It's not going to be easy, but our focus needs to remain on Jesus. Jesus should be all that we know, all that we need. It needs to be something that we live. It needs to be something that we offer. When we know Jesus, we don't need to keep it to ourselves. We need to preach it to others. We need our focus to be on Jesus so that others' focus can be on Jesus as well. And when those around us fall away and start to doubt, we need to reach out our hands and, and grab them as well. Because our focus should be Jesus, their focus should be Jesus. So even in the storms, in the, in the midst of our lives, the fires that we walk through, the, the heartaches, the, the um, disappointments in our lives, even though we walk through those and, and we do those things and, and they hinder how our life is and we may get down on ourselves, there may be things in our lives that we don't see but others may, we need to focus entirely on Jesus. And know that his love has covered us. That, that his grace and his mercy is something that we cannot attain by ourselves. But it is a free gift that, has give, that is given to us. Even before the creation of the world, this grace and mercy was for us. Each and every person here deserves that grace and that mercy. So when, in times of our, our lives when we feel like we're sinking, allow God to reach down and, and comfort us. But let us fix our eyes on who Jesus is and what his ministry was and what his mission was, what his words mean as, as a focus point, a focal point 
of our lives. Jesus needs to be first. And when Jesus is first, like I said, everything else can fall in line. I got to think when he's talking to Peter that he just doesn't say, oh, you have a little faith. I think Jesus got a little angry. I mean, when when somebody's focused on him and, and his faith is good and he's walking on the water and he starts to turn away, kind of thinking Jesus got a little mad. Why did you doubt? That's a pretty tough question to answer. I'm not sure what Peter's answer was to that or if there was even an answer. But we need not to doubt the power of Jesus. Let's keep him in our focus. Let us allow him to change us, to walk with us in our circumstances. But let's not look at our surroundings. Let's focus entirely on him and his love. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you again that in our lives and in the midst of these trials and hurts and um, storms of our lives, that, that God, you are with us, that you will allow us to go through them, but let us know that we don't go through them by ourselves that you should be what we focus on, that your spirit will lead us, that God, you will be wherever we are. And Lord, I just pray that as we go from this place, that we will always keep our focus on you, that we have just just the faith to truly know who you are, what you mean, and how we are to listen to your word, to worship you in, in, in different manners. As long as we put you first, Jesus, that we will be able to live a better life, a, a loving life, a gracious and merciful life that we can show others what it truly means to be a child of God. Lord, be with us wherever we go, whatever we do. May you receive the praise, the glory in all that we say. May it just be something to help others. Through your word, may we receive that, and may we also be able to apply it in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Be with us wherever we go, whatever we do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.